Uh, what's up, everyone? I don't know what it's like where you're at, but we're just now getting hot weather here in the Pacific Northwest. It was almost 100 degrees yesterday, but I got smart this year and bought an above-ground swimming pool in March getting ready for it. So Mikey and I set it up and I uh, floated around in the tube sipping a nice cold beer, just feeling alive. Last year we had some record-breaking heat and it was absolutely miserable. So we got a little wacky here in this pregame chat. Must have been really late or something, I don't know. But if you want to get right past it and straight to the episode, you can skip ahead to the 18 minute and 15 second mark. I'll talk to you soon. Previously on Knucklebutts. In the dead of the night, the butts were attacked by a trio of strangers as they left the observatory. Babitha participated in the lovely arcane aerial acrobatic arts as one of the assailants took to the sky. Meanwhile, under those particular fireworks, Galtier and Liza fought valiantly against a behemoth of a man called Andres. Even though his lackey continued to heal his injuries, inevitably the butts emerged victorious. The airborne assailant fell into the sea and invisibly swam off, and as it would turn out, the giant called Andres seems to recognize Liza. I wonder what that's about. Bone Boys, Skelades, Osteo Envies, Trans Talli, Chitin Kids, and all you cartilaginous folks in between, welcome back to Knucklebones. Bones. Boners. Bones. Oh. <laughs> he was just playing. Boners or whatever. Boners. Boners or whatever. Okay, guys. Well, wait. I got the one. I got. I got the one to kick this off. Are you ready for this? Ooh. This is episode X X X. Oh, so we should have saved Conquered by Clippy for this episode. Conquered oh, by something. You know, I could quickly get on. You know, to uh, like Kindle Unlimited, not that's a sponsor, okay. but no, hashtag. that's cool. But get wait, at me, and we quick. could do like Taken by the Tetris Blocks or. Mikey. Uh, oh God, there's more. Rammed by the reviews Mikey. of this book, I believe is one. Um, I, very meta, Mikey. Okay, as the yes. resident uh, yes, graphic too. designer here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Here's my pitch. We use little bone, like little emoji bone style art in to make all the Roman numeral characters that we need. And then we, from here on out, only use bone and numerals. Bone and numerals. Okay. Yeah. Uh, sick. Okay, so you're going to have to find a fourth member. Um, oh, oh, Max is gone. All right. Okay. The longer I talk, the more I can see Max being like, this isn't going to be worth it. <laughs> he grows ever more suspicious of your bullshit. Yeah. Because <laughs> he, just... he knows what I'm doing. He if yeah, I need this much setup, it won't be worth it. Yeah, we're... Never. Like, like your... Pro- the setup what... is the joke at that point. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> This What's new setup there, seems bud? to be really, really doing, affecting bud? you negatively. How it's you doing, doing great. Bud? Uh, for everyone at home, uh, <laughs> Max has uh, reoriented himself a little bit. We can see a little bit more of his home. It's exciting. It's new. It's fresh. Whatever. Absolutely um, see the chaos. However, we also can that's, see that's varying an angles got. 
and degrees and amounts of max, depending on the current elevation uh, and reclination, I guess, of his chair. Ooh, reclination. <laughs> I, I thought you said reclamation at first, and I was like, wait, has Max been like reclaiming something? Did I miss? Like a, I mean, he's a reclaiming key that chill beat? fucking vibe, man. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm reclaiming Max myself. Reclaiming his chill. We can currently see, uh, I guess, nose up. Yeah, yeah. It's hard. There's I'm, a pop filter in the way, so it's a little. We bit don't know what he's doing with his mouth. Is what he's trying his to say. Mouth, I, his hands, his like feet. <laughs> oh, 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 God! The tongue. Oh no. Oh, I no. saw like petted it. Okay, so I definitely had the thought of uh, being Wilson from Home Improvement for this podcast. Uh, <laughs> okay. Visually. Yeah, visual like gag in an audio medium. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah. Mm. Everyone knows how well that takes off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when we do do the pod, the video version of this podcast where it's just a screen recording of me for the whole episode uh, so everyone can see my visual gags, um, <laughs> it, that can bear fruit. That's really going to be a, a, a turning point for us. Once your visual gags get off the ground, we're really, that's going to be something, I think. I think that'll be at like a Patreon exclusive where it's basically like it's like a visual commentary, right? Like you get the DVD to get the audio commentary by the creator. But with us, you play to get the video commentary. Could, could you imagine uh, just 20 minutes of video of Max with no audio, just of his sight gags? I mean, right. uh, it's comedy I, gold. I actually, I think it would be such an <laughs> insane thing to watch just one person who's part of a D&D game. Because, like, <laughs> there would just be long stretches of Max sort of, like, attentively looking at his screen, but then occasionally, like, you know, looking at his phone or <laughs> grabbing a water bottle while someone's been talking a lot, you know. There would be <laughs> playing, playing switch. Like, Is that what you do under would... the screen? I wonder, can I pull that off? And then Not without... during the game, sir. I do it while I work. <laughs> But just without any cues at all, then it would just be suddenly Max is doing bits to no one because you wouldn't be aware of like what we're doing in the chat on our right. recording program or like maybe, I don't know if in this situation we're listening to all of our audio or not. Like it would be so unhinged. See, that's the thing is that I thought, I thought the pitch was that it's just the podcast audio, but my video is timed yes. with the podcast. So just, you see. That's the only video. Okay, okay. Yeah. And that's exactly. the only video. We, we record the Although whole I will thing, say, but a lot of our so... visual bits are in reference to the meta things that are happening where like one of us is speaking in character and someone else has put something in the chat that's either like podcast business or it's a shitty fucking joke. And then we, we do a series of dumb gags on video while we're muted. Yeah. I think if our friends knew Liza's facial expressions while Liza was acting, oh. you know, in the campaign, it might really change your perspective of who Liza actually is. Yeah. Also, yeah. uh, after, after the whole, uh, Nyla Bone, the first speech that Nyla Bone gave, uh, where everyone was what just like, wrong with "What the face? fuck?" Bone, not your I'm just a weak, meek. Autism. Be sure to check out the Patreon if you want to get a, yes. a, a little bit more insight as to who Nyla Bone is, or is it Nyla yeah. Bonin? No, Nyla Bone. Nyla yeah. Bone. 
the um the, dumbest the one i wish that we did have more than one feed on though was um the episode where we came up with the name the butts mm-hmm. um and um galtier is going through his whole thing and we know we know that liza is about to put two and two together and call them the butts <laughs> and there's this moment where like as as much as you can on a video conferencing medium I am like reared back because I know I'm about to curse Liza and I need to be farther away from the microphone. And we like lock crazy eyes from a thousand miles away. It's like that reading each other's expression and trying to time that out is still one of the funnier things I think like that I've witnessed us doing for a show that like truly we don't necessarily have to see each other 99% of the time. You know, we are are soulmates. It's on the website. So. Yeah. Just gaze deep Look, into it, my digital soul. Here's, if I've learned anything from Joe Rogan, it's that if it's on a website, it's for sure true. 100% <laughs> true. I'm glad you're getting your information from an accurate source. Me. The dark web, baby. Do you trust the dark web more than you trust the normal night light day web? What's the opposite of the dark <laughs> web? <laughs> Skynet? <laughs> Skynet. <laughs> Is it? I'm going to type this into the chat. <laughs> I, that is, wow. We, we talked at length about the explicit clippy fucking. And hey. Whatever Max was about to say, he was like, I have to make sure that this isn't, this is, there's no record of this. Folks, this is just another one of those classic well, moments. I mean, so do you trust the dark web more than you trust the normal web? Skynet, yeah. I call it. I, I, I'm I, honestly <laughs> unclear on what the dark web The day web, is. okay? D- day webs? Day Skynet. web! Yeah. Like, the dark web is this thing people talk about, and I'm sure there is, like, a sort of scary, illicit side of it, you know? But it's also, it's like, my understanding of it is just the places that are hard to get to, and some of that is, like, intense security and like you have to know what you have to know to get there but also some of that like that definition lumps in stuff that has just like bad seo like for example when i was 12 years old i made a a 17 page website about the ewoks Mm -hmm. why is this a true story this is a true story uh because my dad was like you should learn html and i was like i should because it's the dopest and i was on that windows 95 baby and uh, mm-hmm. trying to learn HTML and stuff. And I was really into Star Wars. I still am really into Star Wars. But specifically, Ewoks were much cooler when I was that age. Yep. Um, and I think hey, I, I watched Ewoks that like should. other Ewok movie, which is like objectively bad. But I was into it. Um, Nick is showing off his Star Wars TTRPG books right now. Um, oh, yeah. But I, I, I had this like history of the Ewoks. Like what would for sure get like GCA now? It's just like it's exactly yeah. Disney content. Um <laughs> But that's the sort of thing where I wonder, I'm like, what percentage of what they claim is the dark web is just stuff like that, that like, for whatever reason, your local ISP didn't take that server down and those pages are just cached somewhere. And then what yeah, percentage yeah. of it is like truly like an active, like, like, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. It just always makes hmm. me curious. I gen- I was having a conversation with someone the other day and I genuinely, this w- may have been the dumbest question I've ever asked. I said, okay, so... If there was no porn on the internet, do we think it would run faster? 
<laughs> Actually, objectively, it would not. I can answer okay. this question. So there is a, God, I'm going to forget the name of the researcher, but there is this incredible um, postulate that's proven out to be true, which is basically in every of the big like media content wars. Um, so the, like the classic example is like Blu-ray or DVD, right? Um, mm -hmm. But every time those kinds of like inflection points happen in technology, if it has anything to do with sort of like video or, you know, entertainment acquisition, um, ultimately the technology that wins is the one that is the most successfully uh, used by pornography. So like, for example, the porn industry backed um, DVD, DVDs, yeah. right? And that was like, boom, that's the tech, that's the tech, right? Um, and basically all of the like uh, video streaming and video sharing things that like, you know, starting with your Napsters and your LimeWires, like where music was important, but obviously there was a ton of porn on those things. But like all of those like file sharing protocols, basically all of that dope work was driven by the illicit file sharing community, which, you know, the not so secret, dirty little secret is that it's like 90% porn. Hmm. Yeah. And that's how we ended up with Netflix. And good quality porn. And yeah, and, and like so much the metaverse. Porn. So this, much porn. This has been the so porn corner with Matt. So much porn. Porn corner, baby. The porner? <laughs> The, the porner with Matt. I think oh, this is the first time that's... That's... No, you okay. talk. Nope. No, you talk. No, you, no, no you, I was just say it's just no, one of those things that. that, like, obviously nobody wants to be like, you know, we always go like, well, you know, the cool thing about NASA is like, sure, we went to the moon, but also that's where you get a Capri Sun from. And it's like the same sort of like, uh, the, the same logic is like, in porn's why your computer's so dope, which is like, not <laughs> <laughs> and you know i think we all owe a lot more to the porn industry you know i would love to give them proper thanks well, if they could make my except, except for max who paid his dues <laughs> <laughs> with those deep deep kettlebells <laughs> I, hey man those kettlebells contributed to the uh contributed a couple gigabytes to the <laughs> to the multitudes of parabytes is it parabytes sure Sure. Petabytes. It is now. Petabytes? Well, yeah. I don't know if yeah, petabytes is where you want to go with that. P-E-T-A. Yeah. P-E-T-A. Uh-huh. Whatever helps you sleep at night. Petabytes, like P-E-T-A bytes sounds like a really shitty vegan alternative that PETA's trying to push <laughs> because they're like upset <laughs> like about something. Or like a Have you tried this petabytes? Like, motherfucker, it's just broccoli. We already know about broccoli. <laughs> Get out of here with your fucking tree stars. We don't. Peter just has. Peter <laughs> just contributes to the absolute dog shit that is uh, cooking TikTok. I swear <laughs> to God, if I see one more person make broccoli and say that it's a hack, I'll kill someone. Wait, what's the broccoli hack? Boiling broccoli and then putting it in the oven. That's a hack, according to these trash human I, beings. I'm that's sorry. Just, cooking that's just really broccoli. makes me no. upset. Now, Max, I'm with you on this one. The uh, Our desire to use the word hack to describe everything that's just a thing that you already do. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah. First of all, nobody really understands what hacking is from a like internet security standpoint. Like, you know what I mean? Like what that process Time actually looks like. Yeah, I don't know how, yeah, I don't understand how hack and, became and, and like I analogous with like make more efficient. 
Right. And people are like, oh, it's a life hack, bro. I cook the chicken and then I eat it. And you're like, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, how, you, that's how you eat chicken. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't congratulations. eat chicken raw and then 300,000 years ago, Neanderthals were doing this. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> okay, but were they putting the wooden stick across the pan? It prevents uh, boiling. Be well, they didn't have pans, but, you know. But if they had pans, if... you think they would have? <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys remember uh, you, uh, Mikey? I think you'll know about this. The that French cave that had that incredibly old, like the first like Moscow. paintings. Yeah, like it would be really funny if it was just like check out this art <laughs> hack was just like above <laughs> it. A perfect that, header uh, that's like ten things the Homo sapiens hate. That you brought that up actually because <laughs> the thing that's really interesting, right, about the the caves at Las Galleries is when they got there, uh, it was <laughs> it was just the first BuzzFeed listicle. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. They got back there, and then it was like, which Game of Thrones character? Are you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it was like, and then they found another cave that which, Ben Johnson which, actually which stole that content. Which creature are you? From. Like, which, which <laughs> animal is you? Like, All right. Oh, speaking of Ben Johnson, <laughs> I, I'm going to plug two things that we are okay. in no way affiliated with. Um, Boo! If this conversation is a thing that you enjoy, and I don't know why it would be. Uh, there's an incredible book called The First Signs by uh, Genevieve von Petzinger, which I listened to uh, the audible version of a while back, and it's all about cave paintings. It's incredible. And I'm oh. almost finished right now with um, Kindred by Rebecca Rag Sykes, uh, which I'm also doing the audible version of. Uh, that is the most I've ever learned about like human prehistory. It's super detailed, but also very evocative and super fun. Um, and it's uh, probably not actually an accident that this came up because it's something that I've been looking into, but uh, those books are good. Listen to yeah. them or read them or whatever. Yeah, okay. sounds like some shit I'd like. Speaking of things that are super fun, Nick, a big man recognized Liza. <gasps> Can you believe it? But did he recognize big Liza? <laughs> Liza immediately oh. changes to oh. somebody else. You will not, not yet. He hasn't. <laughs> Has big Liza actually shown up? No. no, canonically yet. I love that. Elijah doesn't exist we, yet. It's, it's such a, a tease. Talking about that hasn't actually happened. It's such a tease, and I love it. I've started um, watching New Girl, and I basically just think of Big Liza as uh, Fat Schmidt. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> our, our dogs are crazy. I love that New show. Girl in the living room right now. Yep. All right. Somewhere lost in the splashing of waves on the shore, an invisible mage swims to safety under the dim light of the moon. At the end of the jetty, the observatory faintly visible behind you, you stand on a beach path as a huge man in white clothing and silver scale mail, one who mere seconds ago was trying to kill you, recognizes the voice of Lizo Strobachev. Everyone's breathing hard, and one entire side of the man's face is covered in sand and dirt. Liza, is that you? I mean, it depends on who's asking. Andrew Staten. 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 Oh, Staten. From. I feel like you're saying that really weird. I mean, sir, I know. Did you, Liza? I've told you not to talk to the Scientologists. We're not interested. Yeah, that's what I was leaning at. I was just like, "Oh, sorry, did I see?" Are did, did I level? 
I have no Thetans. Did I say Thetan? I meant Thalen. Oh, oh. Thalen. I got punched hey. in the face really hard, and it, it yes, knocked yes, my yes, jaw yes. out of place you for a second, have, but it's okay now. You do have a, a tooth sticking through your bottom lip. Oh, it it hurts. It hurts so bad. Well, that's not very clear. <laughs> Ow. What? Thalen. Um, yeah, I mean, the name sounds familiar. I mean, I've... I've laid with many men. It's me, your <laughs> brother, Andres Thalen. Camden Cellar. I haven't seen you since Camden Cellar. You, you, you never came oh. back. Um. Oh, well, okay. Liza just turns to uh, Babatha first and just bows, salutes, <laughs> turns to Gaultier and goes... It has not been a pleasure at all. Peace, babies. And just heel turns and just starts to walk away. <laughs> Babitha is still in the air and she kind of like salutes you back, but is also clearly like tailing you, you know, slowly in the air. Like just kind of hovering above you. That is not at all what I expected, but I do like this new sense of decor. <laughs> okay, bye. Wait and a minute. Where did that came from? No, Liza is straight up just walking and, away. Yeah, and, I'm like, I'm like, I'm Andrews like, wait, I just it. got the, sh- I just got the shit beat out of me, and the people that beat the shit out of me are just walking away. So I'm like, I think this is a win for me, I guess. No, Galtier's trying to talk to that dude. Okay, all right. <laughs> Galtier, uh, find out why they tried to kick our asses. It was very rude. That's what I was hoping you'll. That we damn, I, yeah, I know. Uh, can Liza? make a pers- can Liza like look around to see if they can see that mage that is climbing out of the water or see like uh, some dripping water that is falling off of nothing in the air yeah go ahead man I don't know what you just said to offend my compatriot here but uh, I- I'm gonna require a bit more explanation before I let you off of the proverbial hook oh my god uh, that's What'd a 13 that's a 13 perception. You hear some shuffling off to... There's kind of like uh, wooded areas that are just off on the shore from... Uh, like, as the water is crashing up, it just like... There's a very narrow path, and then it's just like trees on the far side. Uh, and you hear some shuffling up in the trees, but you can't really tell if it's just the trees wrestling or if there's actually something there or not. Uh, Liza's just going to yell up to that general shuffling and just going... Are you one of Camden's little fuck faces? Well, uh, I'm going back to Galtier really quick. What did? What was your question, Galtier? Oh, uh, I just said I, he wants more explanation. He was kind of. It wasn't a specific question so much as a like, explain yourself. Explain yourself about Liza or the whole, you know, giving you a message kind of thing. No, we'll we'll get to your former escapades. I want to know why you've engaged in combat with us here on this. Otherwise, oh, wonderful evening. This didn't really take the turn I was hoping it was going to take. Well, I guess you got me dead rights, don't you? One of the newer initiates over here in Astroville, one of the new Luminous, he told the church that you were coming by order of the king, he said. Uh, I, judging by the crimson armor you're donning there, I assume that was the truth. Uh said that you were coming to take what's rightfully ours. And, uh, you know, we gotta stop you. 
can't let that happen. And now, what is it that you think we're going to take from you there, young one? The maelstrom. It's ours. Now, now the maelstrom is a big old hole in the ocean out there? That's right. And you think we're going to take it from you? Well, I must have hit you harder than I thought. <laughs> That's a little bit coming from a from an out-of-towner. You know about it. You know what's mine. Well, now you know it's mine. Well, it's not now, mine. Let me explain That's something the wrong to you. terminology. It's ours. In, in the position that you're in right now, your life is mine. Let me make that abundantly clear to you. Probably. So you can speak clearly, or you can never speak again. <laughs> uh, roll a... Intimidation, I like it, it's good. Yeah, Galtier is just trying to bank off of, like, the intimidation is the only thing that stopped this fight, so hopefully yeah. it keeps going. Yeah, yeah. Bad point. Mm, that's, that's okay. Uh, 16? Uh, okay, I'll tell you based on his uh, on his body language, too, uh, I won't make you roll on this, but, like, based on his body language, he's kind of... He definitely accepts the situation as it is, right? Like, you beat him in a fight fair and square, and, like... You don't get the impression from him that he is intending on, um, like, try dirty play or anything like that. Like, he's he's almost, like, respectful of the situation. You're right, Crimson. You're right. My life is in your hands. The Initiate claims that you seek that which fell into the Maelstrom. And, well, the Maelstrom belongs to the Luminous. It belongs to no one else. That which is within the Maelstrom belongs to the Luminous. Nick, do I know, like, does Galtier know who the Luminous is from Con, like? Yeah, I, uh, so I was fleshing this I, out a little bit beforehand. Yeah, definitely roll, uh, roll a religion. I think we sort of rolled on their sigil before, but I think that we're kind of moving Oof. on to now actually having some context. I, I have to say, for a character who, like, uh, I've described as courtly and stuff, I've gotten to make a couple, like, my history checks have been pretty good, and my religion checks have been absolute dog shit, and I'm really, really happy that this trend is continuing, because it's <laughs> what I imagined would be true. Uh, so that is a three. <laughs> um, yeah, it definitely, to you, does not ring any sort of bells. Uh, it sounds like some some form of religion that you just really aren't familiar with. So, I mean, the implication that you might gather from that uh, just based on your intelligence is it's probably just a smaller a smaller little sect. Uh, and as this is happening, Liza is shouting in the background and, <laughs> and Andrus like turns his head and he says, Liza, Camden didn't make it but a couple months after you left. And then he's back towards Galtier. Where are we at with Galtier? Now I can't... Uh... I don't know who this Luminous is, but uh, why don't you give me the short version? Will Liza know the Luminous? Go ahead and make a roll. Again, I think we rolled on the sigil, but uh, make a roll on this kind of... He, he said rolling. that he was bringing a message from the Luminous, and now uh, now you guys have it slowed down, and you're actually able to think about it instead of fighting for your life. Uh, what is this? History? A religion. You could roll history if you'd like to, actually. Um. Okay. Yeah, it's a fourteen. The Luminous Liza used to be a large sect of religion generations and generations ago in Arbalea. It's something that most people assume have sort of died out. Like the belief in in the teachings has just sort of diminished over time as it's become less and less popular and less and less vocalized. There's less members. So like the Dallas Cowboys. Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
except the luminous wind morph. Oh wow! Okay. I was gonna put like another word at the end of that sentence, but like that just period. They just win more. No, I I would actually like to know what they win. Is there some sort? Is there like a? Is there like a church league in Arbalea? Is this one Matthew, of those situations? Matthew. Yeah. I uh, think you know. Are they winning souls? Faking <laughs> contest. They they win inter county small ball competitions. What's well, uh, yeah? Oh, I was yeah. assuming Volleyball. you meant like beer league softball, but. I just wanted you to canonically pick something. That's really what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, it's it's beer league smallie ball. Beer league smallie ball. <laughs> I can't wait till we get the rules right up for smallie ball. <laughs> the luminous, the dawning of the light, a new era where the earth itself will become an Eden of light and a bastion of righteousness for those accepted into the church. We illuminate the darkness. And what does that have to do with the swirl of bit in the ocean? Are you sure you're not Scientologist? The echoes and the fire in the sky. It is a foreshadowing of the dawning of the light. A foreshadowing of the new era. Your two signs are smoke on the water and fire in the sky. And fire in the sky, yes. Uh, very original. Um... Uh, listen, I just have to clarify this. It's just when you've got alchemy and people hear Scientology, like they hear the science and they hear the like, and then they think of like that it's the same thing and they just don't understand. So I've got like a real beef with the Scientologists, all right? Like Babatha is persona non grata and I just need to really know where we're standing because there might be a restraining order situation that we need to... Navigate, but I'm in the air. Actually, you know did what? You just Forget say, about it. Did you just say you were potato? Your persona outgrown? <laughs> oh my god! Once, once we are able to acquire all of the lights that fell from the sky, it will be upon the luminous to usher in the new era. Oh well, I have some bad news for you, there, friend. That's never going to happen. Not for me. It won't seem. Not oh, for me. Those shards already belong to the good King Blythe himself. Roasted. Get the fuck. So, you have a chance. <laughs> on which side of history you'd like to present yourself on. You can either oh, help us this achieve our goal sense. and usher in your luminous age. Every time. Or I could stab you in your face. <laughs> it would appear that I have no choice should I wish to live. And I do. Oh, you always have a choice for the righteous, my friend. And the choices are what make you a man, aren't they? That is what the Church of Luminous is all about, is the righteousness. What what happens when women make choices? All no, the right the things. Man. Don't worry about it. Okay, cool. <laughs> to what debt do I owe you, Crimson, my life? Guys, oh. is this guy normally this, like, amenable? Is this, like, did you hit, like... How hard did he get hit in the head? Liza's just going to take their focus away from, like, the tree line and just turn back and go, I don't think I remember this guy all that much. Um, He was a lot skinnier back then, much shorter, too. I don't know what kind of magic made him actually imposing, because back when I remember the name Thalen, it was... My god, you've never seen a tinier little boy. You, uh, you you do remember me. I don't remember this version of you. I remember the real version of you because this is some bullshit. This is the true work of the divine, Liza. 
This is the true work of you being a little dickling and not accepting your lot in life, and you are not willing to just deal with what you've been given like the rest of us. You're wrong. The Luminous has given me everything I could ask for and more. Taken care of me. But you didn't get what you want now, and what's the Luminous gonna do? Like... Literally, buddy, I could make you piss your pants right now. And what would your (laughs) luminous little baby boy god say about that? Yeah, please don't test them. It's, it's, listen, more often than not, it's not just urine and it gets really smelly and it's awful for everybody involved. And I've asked them (laughs) not to do it, but they keep insisting. I have no fear for that which might occur in the short term, Liza. There's a grander scheme at play. Liza casts command on this guy. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Are you seriously trying to make him piss his pants? No, I'm going to make him grovel. (laughs) Oh, okay. Uh, I I mean, the piss his pants is better. This would have been a lot funnier. That's what I want to use command for. Okay, okay. I'll make him piss his pants. (laughs) If that'll make you, you animals happy. I cannot believe that both of you were like, oh, I can't believe he's doing it. And as soon as Max said his command, he's like, oh, no, I'm going to do something else. And you were like, what? No, give us the piss. <laughs> what? No, you have to. The, give us the piss. <laughs> give us the piss. <laughs> fucking deviants over here. Do the piss. I can just imagine my next door neighbor whose living room is right next to where I'm recording. <laughs> they just keep saying, give us the piss. <laughs> Uh, what's my dc what's my dc max um your dc's uh dc 15 wisdom save oh wisdom that's Mm -hmm. worse i got a nine great uh also don't forget the fact that he has bane oh right i i i rolled a oh that's so much piss That's a five. Oh, it, I rolled a four that, on my. That only lasts. Roll. That only ma- lasts a minute. Never mind. So I um, so I piss a little bit less than I would have. I fear not that which happens in the short term, as the smell of reeking piss seeps its way. Is Thalen wearing for some I, armor? For I know that the light has a grander plan. Uh, yeah, he's wearing like he's wearing like a white tunic kind of thing with like silver scale mail. Guys, I okay. kind of feel bad for making this guy piss himself. Son. I understand that you feel you feel filled with the righteous fear, but you have just pissed yourself. <laughs> yes, I feel compelled by vile and evil magics. Vile and yeah. evil magics? You were four foot seven and a hundred pounds the last time I saw you, and now you are bigger than fat boy. We did just kind of we did just kind of like high key bully him though. So now, oh. I feel, now I feel a little bit bad about it. You don't know the necessary. I don't evil think that you can bullying. bully someone who has just made an attempt on your life. Oh, you know what? You are absolutely right. Feel free. No, but I think again. I, let me just I, let me just remind everyone here, and particularly you, Andres, that again. You live at my discretion. That is the situation that we find ourselves in. Yes, no, I feel I'm getting exactly what I deserve right now. Also, (laughs) your name was not Andres the last time I saw you. It was Anders. Everyone said your nickname was Durs, and it was embarrassing. You were trying to get that started, and now you change your name to Andres? What? Can you not accept anything about yourself, man? 
I was accepted into the Church of Luminous. Were you? I never tried. That's like saying, can you do a backflip? And I've never tried one. Well, Liza tries you? to do a Well, backflip. how come you haven't tried a backflip? <laughs> do, make a roll. Acrobatics, baby. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what this is devolving into. Uh, yeah, I, I just tried. wanted to get some exposition, and instead we've gone a lot of directions. That's a that's an eleven. Uh, it's very rough. You don't land it on your feet, kind of on your hands and knees a little bit, but you you, you get the rotation in. Try sure. that, ah. asshole. I mean, Let's try. I mean, sh- can I really try it? Yes, go. I would be happy to. I try cast it. command again. <laughs> I hope you're checking off these spell slots. Yeah, I am. I don't cast command What's... this time. Okay. Uh, naturally, yeah, I'm gonna you know, command you to a, do the this thing guy has you're a real good. Doing. He just like mm-hmm. stands up, piss pants and all, and just does a gnarly perfect backflip. And uh, then he does a Superman uh, or a superhero landing. Yeah, he rolls a 22, so he lands like perfectly, and then he also drops down into superhero just because it's cool. Okay, that's fine. So. Why are you part of the Luminous now? They took me in after Camden. After you left, things things went south really fast, Liza. I don't remember you guys relying on me this much. Or that much, to be honest. That's because you were good at what you did, and we weren't. Well, I know, but Camden was a fuck. I mean, I figured he would have... I figured he would be at least somewhat self-aware that he doesn't know anything about shit. So he would have potentially gotten his shit together. He put himself in a bad situation and Liza, he got what he deserved. Just like I got what I deserved and he's pointing at his crotch. Who killed him? (laughs) Jeff. (laughs) Jeff? Jeff. Jeff? Oh my god, Steph that guy him. was so cool. Steph I got love Jeff. No. Hold he would play. You can't. You can't. You can't. Shut up. No. Stop. You can't. Stop. 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 Jeff. Jeff. Kevin couldn't pay his debts to Jeff, so Jeff just... Can you spell that for me? S-G-E-O-F-F-S-G-E-O-F-F-S-G-E-O-F-F. My name is S-G-E-O-F-F. Oh, God, he's a geoff. Wait, no. Spell that again? S-C-H-G-E-O-F-F. No, no, it's just S-G-E-O-F-F. Jeff. Okay, okay. I have to... Jeff. Derail us for a tiny second. Not as apostrophe, Jeff. Did you guys ever play uh, Maximum Carnage, the like um, Spider-Man and Venom, like side scroller? I think it was on Super Nintendo. Oh, interesting. No. And you like you beat up bad guys. There's a bunch of like I guess they're like I don't know gang guys or something. But basically, you fight a bunch of like you know goons in the game, and they all just have like regular names, like it's Billy and Kevin or whatever. And one of them is Jeff, but I, we were so young, it's spelled G E O F F. Mm-hmm. And I had never heard anyone spelling Jeff like that. And so my brother and I called that person Geoff 
for like mm. a decade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because and then and then like eventually I learned that that's just the way people spell Jeff. But now it's just in there, and so I can't not think I did, that whenever I see it. I did the same with uh, Jeff Rowley from Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, where like mm-hmm. he was like my favorite skateboarder for a long time, and I just never heard his name. And I was similar age, you know, I was like seven yeah. or eight or whatever, and so it was just Geoff Rowley. Oh, and now now I like. Obviously, that's wrong, but yeah, same, very same thing. I thought Jeffrey Rush's name was Goffrey Rush. <laughs> Goffrey. <laughs> you mean Scoffrey? So, are we really going with Jeff? Is yeah, is hell the guy yeah, that Jeff. Camden? We have to now. Okay. Um, Cam- Camden couldn't Jeff. pay his debts. Everybody knew that the kids were starving. Everybody knew that he was trying to take more money from Jeff, and Jeff, <laughs> Jeff wasn't about to let it happen. I think the thing that's so frustrating here is that if I I think if Jeff would have just brought all of us in, he didn't have to kill Camden. Camden was stupid as fuck. Let's be honest here. You know, like he's dumber than you. I don't think he. Ha- I'm gonna let. I'm gonna let that slide. I don't think he had to slide. I think he like wanted that piss is sliding down your fucking leg. Look, I'm not going to pretend it's not a little bit embarrassing, Liza. <laughs> <laughs> I'm see what I'm. I'm just the thing that I'm. I'm I have mostly... to when I I have to go. I have to get back home and change my tights now. Yes, you have to make sure that your chainmail does not rust either. But that's uh, not what we're concerned any... about. Uh, okay, so the big question for me is: Camden gone? The where are the kids? Are they with Jeff now? Like, are the kids now no. part of his co- commune? I don't know. Right after Camden died, a lot of the kids ended up on the docks, some on the ships, and oh. some, some, he just shakes his head. Do you know if any of them are, I mean, the timeline, the oldest of the kids would be probably, what, 17? 19 at this point so they're potentially of Charybdis age I took a different path in my life and I got myself off the streets but street life it's a tough life it wouldn't surprise me if some of them were in the Charybdis wouldn't surprise me in the slightest Liza well we have tickets (laughs) you're not invited Wait, you got tickets to the Charybdis? You're not invited, fucko. Um, you know how hard those are to get? Uh, I stole them off of a a young man in the street, and it was not hard. They're saying Charybdis hasn't eaten in in a fortnight. I uh, Liza turns to Gaultier, Gaultier, G, all those names that I say interchangeably. <laughs> and I'm just gonna turn and say, based off the fact that the Luminous were not exactly large when I left, granted, a lot of things can happen in a short period of time. I mean, you're actually a both night now, which, Jesus Christ, that could not have happened um, at all. But it's and been a short period. This guy's a brick no. shit house, and you say he was a tiny little squid. Yes, he was literally about three times smaller than he currently is. 
I was I, tiny. Like, this is some Steve Rogers shit. He taps taps his heart three times, kisses his fist, and points up to the sky. Gross. Okay. Weird. So, I think... <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Weird. Um, a lot can happen in a short period of time, but I don't think that these people are necessarily all that much to worry about considering this was our welcoming party and while they do have capable casters it might be worth it to us to check in with them I don't disagree at all avoid them at all costs fuck them I don't like these guys they tried to kill us and and Uh, that's the last time they're gonna attempt something like that isn't it Andres he he like awkwardly like puts his his hand on his heart again and just like looks down like Liza just pulls obviously out in the shame Liza pulls out a little like the tiniest loot in the world and just gets ready <laughs> to cast a spell <laughs> as like as Andres like starts to like look up and then look down um, um is gonna pull out the writ from the king um, but instead of sort of like unfurling it and, and showboating it the way he normally does, he just gets it to where the seal is out. He says, I don't think you fully understand the gravity of this situation, so I want you to take a message back to this initiate or this luminous or whoever it is that you talk to there, friend. You have attacked soldiers of the king, an oath knight to the king of Madrigal. That is tantamount to absolute and complete war. And if freedom. you try something like this again, there will be no luminous. There will be no more light. The arrows from the king's army will block out the fucking sun. Do you understand me, boy? He stole that from a scroll. <laughs> Andrus pees just a little bit more. <laughs> take, take that message back to whoever it is that tells you what you do, because you clearly don't have a brain for yourself. And if they want to have a civil conversation... Perhaps we will give them an audience, but that will be at our discretion. And if we see one more of you around looking shady, giving me even one little bit of side eye, that'll be it for all of you. You don't, I'm not even going to have you roll or anything. I think that like, this is going to be an example of the power of the Oath Knights is that like, this message is very clear, very, very clear to him, and, like, if you said something like this to anybody in any of these kingdoms, like, it's 100%, like, what he's just done is treason, and I think that anybody would recognize that. Anybody that has a semblance of intelligence is going to know that, yeah, kinda, I probably should've killed you. Right? Like, that's the only way, that's the only way to not, to not get in trouble for it, is to just straight up kill you and hide the body. Liza is going to lip Andres a single copper piece and just be like to remind you of where you used to be I think he bends over like a movement that's clearly supposed to shame him and he walks towards this copper piece kneels down and picks it up and he looks at you and he says we appreciate your donation." You'll need as much charity as you'll get. He looks back towards Galtier. He's kind of like shifting between all of you guys now, like addressing you guys. Which is funny because I'm up above, so he has to like awkwardly like 
turn his head up. <laughs> but then also, like, whenever he's addressing Babitha, like, Blep is staring at him as if he's supposed to be making eye contact with him, and he's just making him really uncomfortable. He, yeah, it's like he's rubbing his neck as he's looking up. The Maelstrom. Dejamo, the Maelstrom. Is not yours. You know better than that, Liza. A wicked man came to power in Arbalea ten generations ago. He brought strife and darkness. He pulled the four kingdoms from the light toward the void. The Luminous acted as the Vox Populi. We represented the people. We and Madrigal resisted the spread of evil. And this man, in a desperate grasp for power, attacked the Coral Tower of the Luminous, the first lighthouse of Astrovale. That was when he created the Maelstrom in the first place. The Coral Tower belongs to the Luminous. We protected Arbalea. If the king knows what's good for him, he will help us, not hurt us. An interesting way to ask for help trying to kill his emissaries. I just want you to remember one thing, friend. In his eminent wisdom, the good king gives. He sends men like me to take. You understand? Understood. I came to deliver a message to you, but it seems as though it's me that will be delivering a message to mine. Atboy, now go on, get! He, he flips his copper piece up into the air with a ding, catches it, and turns around and starts to walk away. The, the, uh, the like, I can't remember the guy's name, the chubby little healer guy that was with him is like finally standing up. He was off of the dirt in the background watching all of this, like stands up and scuffles over and limps away with them. It's his look back one time. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Limps, looks back one time in the darkness and then is gone. Um, Nick, from a character standpoint, how much of what he said is in line with like the version of history we would have learned? Is it like one for one, everything he said is right? Or is there like a perspective difference there? Regarding also, what? Uh, just the whole story of like 10 generations ago and hmm. this sort of like, you know, cosmic battle and events. Like, is that something we would know about? Galtier, I'll let you roll history. Um, I think and, that's something that you, you, you could too, I suppose, if you want to. It just seems to make more sense to me that Galtier would have actually... St- oh, okay, I'll tell you what. If you're proficient in history, you could roll it. Uh, well, I'm proficient in everything, but I also, uh, asshole. <laughs> uh, I mean, I have, I think I have 10 proficiencies. Uh, Let's talk about bards, baby. Yeah. Okay. I, I am proficient in history, <laughs> but also I was more, my question was not necessarily in regard to that history. Mark, my, mm-hmm. my question was, how is this related to what we understand of Umbros? Because mm-hmm. if it's a, if it is a, like, a wicked man who's trying to pull us into the darkness to me that is kind of what umbros represents and so is this is the martin this this wicked man from 10 generations ago and it's kind of like time is a flat circle kind of stuff so we're kind of like coming around and we are lined up with that timeline or whatever like is that can liza do some sort of hmm arc arcana history or metaphysics bullshit like whatever so like a bad 
king in the line of kings? Like, because that's what I was taking that as. What, what I would rather see is you develop that theory as a theory. Okay. Um, uh, like I don't want to. I don't want you to roll on that because then I'm going to feel compelled to give you some sort of like concrete answer. Whereas, like, I like the idea that this is something that's going through Liza's head that they they are trying to figure out as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Um, as far as history, uh, how did you do, Galtier? Oh, that's a uh, fifteen. Yeah, you know that there were some uh, some pretty big uh, you. The scale of it, you probably wouldn't call a war, but there was some pretty large conflicts about 10 generations ago. So that sort of area of the timeline does seem to to match up with what he said. Would Babitha have been alive at that point, though? So she might remember have... that. How is not... that? Lady never tells. Oh, damn. Oh, <laughs> I'll damn. put it to you this way. Well, so it we depends don't... on how many generations are we talking about. Are we talking about human generations, right? Are we talking like 30 years, 50 years? Like, I guess it kind of is like... I think I, I said it at one point, but I'm, I kind of think of a generation as like 70-ish years. Like like a lifetime, more or less. So yeah. it's an entirely different thing than generation. <laughs> yeah. well, it's, it's the hard... It's the thing about like, generation gets used incorrectly as a time measurement all the time. When it's not, it's a measurement of like biological reproduction, right? Which is like, it's a weird thing that we love to do because it kind of lines up to change in the real world, but not really. And then yeah. especially in fantasy, right? You get these things of like 20 generations ago and it's meant to be sort of vague. And the yeah. problem with, with fantasy races is it's like, well, no, now it fucking matters because the elf dude's 700 <laughs> years old. And he would just yeah. be like, yeah, Barry was there. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, I mean, generations could just be generations of kings, you know? Like, yeah, that yeah, could be true. what like everyone that. marks yeah. it as. Like, the generation 10 rulers ago. I, yeah. I like yeah. that a lot, actually. Yeah, that makes that makes a ton of sense. Yeah, that probably makes the most sense. If you get, like, a Queen Elizabeth II that lives until they're, you know, 100, then, right. then, like, then that could be a really long one. And if you get someone who dies with, you know, smallpox at 21, then yeah, that's that totally explains generation. That totally explains why generations aren't, like, hard set. Yeah. Duration. Well, I like, I like that a like, lot, Max. The seven generations of this time, and it's like, oh, actually, that was just a really tough time, and there was, like, three kings that were eight <laughs> years old and then got <laughs> murdered immediately. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's, that was actually kinda... seven years. It meant nothing. I, I like the idea of throwing something like that in there at some point. Like, yeah, there was three generations that only lasted twelve years. It was right. it was Oof. rough. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a tough time. Galtier um, wants to turn to Liza. Well, now you you've been to this city a couple of times before, right? Yes. I know, of course, some of the uh, royal context here, but perhaps there's a a library or some other repository of knowledge we might visit. I. You something, really think something. my place is a library? I mean, we can learn you know, things. I think you know what sort of people walk out of that library and how their corn purses might get a little bit lighter, so I think you could get Correct. us there. Yes, Correct. I do. Correct. I'm more talking about you can learn things in the library, but you will be learning the official, the official versions of history, whereas you would potentially be learning the true people's history if you I think to we're gonna get go to the right places well if you have any ideas i'm open but i think we're about to get more hands-on uh knowledge than perhaps we want and i'd like to get a little bit of that book learning beforehand potentially 
Yes, I mean, we could just go to uh, Romp House 2.0. Um, oh, that's uh, allowed right now. Yeah, yes. Uh, no, let, I want to. <laughs> that was a brothel the last time I was in town. <laughs> yeah. uh, Nick, it's. So tomorrow night is Charybdis? I believe so, yeah. And tomorrow morning <clears throat> is where we meet up with. Um, Cashman de Sangre to fuck around on a skyship, right? Uh, well, tomorrow morning is when you're going to meet up with Admiral Nemery, and he will presumably uh, help you meet, help meet you Green. board. Yeah. Okay. So what I'm hearing is, because I took tomorrow off, is that you all are going to play hooky tomorrow, and we're going to play through the night and get both of those sessions out of the way, because this bitch wants to get on the fucking airship! <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just realizing, like, Depending on how froggy we get uh, at those events, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we don't froggy. have time for. Maybe we don't I have guess. time for a library. But I, Gal- so um, Galtier's motivation here is that like he knows enough about the history to know that he doesn't know enough to like identify this guy's story and like check out how, how, how where to wait. Like, is this weird, uh, you know, culty propaganda, or are these people maybe good, you know? Uh, right church wrong pew situation where they might be allies mm-hmm. uh, or is like the once... church of the luminous like the main church and it's just not normal to be devout or like what is the main church like if there was is there an official religion in madrigal that the king follows yeah, right I think, like does I... he have a god that he is, that's the light right like yeah i think it would just be the church of the light okay so like, like the luminous is like the catholicism to Protestantism. Yeah, it's like, almost like a break. little, a weird little branch off. Yeah, a schism. A schism is exactly what I was gonna say, and then I, uh, and then I. Re- it's actually called schism, but sometimes Nick forgets, so it's schism. Schism. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. It, would mm-hmm. would that line up with our general understanding, Nick? That like we believe in more or less the same deities, and and things of that nature, like the broad, like the Cliff Notes version of. Yeah, the, the yeah. light and the luminous is the same, and it's all about the nuance and the differences. I don't want to put such a uh, such a pointed word. I, I don't want to use such a pointed word to describe as the luminous. Nuance. But maybe as stewants. Maybe nuance. Maybe maybe think of them as like a cult type thing. Yeah, yeah. like Scientologists. Yeah. yeah. I honestly legitimately just mispronounced his name when that started, and then you guys mentioned Scientology, and I was like, ah, damn it. Sorry. (laughs) I could not. I could not. Um, Alright, you guys head back to your uh, beautiful, beautiful inn for the evening. I forget what it was called. We can call it the saltwater. We can call it the smelly clam. We can call it the fish, fish stick inn. Whatever it's called. (laughs) <laughs> Definitely smelly clam. Can can we call it the smelly clam? Jesus Christ. Um, uh, can we call it the What's what is it? Uh, Rocky Mountain oysters, which I had no clue what those are. They're fucking testicles. So you guys head uh-huh. back to the Rocky Mountain oyster. You you clam up for the evening. <laughs> you get a nice. I don't what know, is man. happening? I think you know. <laughs> get a nice rest and you wake up fully clam rested up or whatever <laughs> or clam up or whatever <laughs> Nick is high is drunk as fuck off his root beer so 
I think well we so we told the Admiral we'd meet him, right? Mm-hmm. We have to hit the Continental Breakfast first. Oh, for oh, sure. And it oh, is, this, it for is sure, popping. For sure, for sure. What, yeah, whatever's sure. happening right now is happening yeah, yeah, over yeah. breakfast. Okay. Fried cool, fish, cool, 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 cool. fried fish, fish tacos, fish on a stick, deep fried fish, fish kebabs, and Cheerios. Okay. I mean, well, uh, I was hoping for something. like one of every type of fish. I'd like, like to just, suggest. Like, piling up his plate. I'd like to suggest that canonically, the non deep fried, the regularly fried fish, they call shallow fried fish, and it's like, cute. It's a cute Astroville mm. thing. I like yeah, that. It's, yeah. That's the Astroville like signature that's dish. The pan pan fried is yeah. called shallow fried. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then boiled. And is some places do like a surf no and turf thing. It's tide fried. <laughs> also, uh, I just uh, Blep takes his huge pile of uh, Blep takes this huge pile of fish on his plate and sits directly opposite of Gaultier and just dead eye. <laughs> Stares at him, not breaking eye contact, while his tongue like lurches out. You know, just taking fish hold and just sucking them down. <laughs> and when he finishes his plate, he he kind of he looks down at it. He looks at Galtier. He nods. He walks away. And Galtier is like, "Oh God, finally I can eat without like my stomach roiling." And when Bleff returns, he has a box of Cheerios and a pitcher of milk, uh, and he is just like. Pouring it into a bowl. Just milk first. Full on all of it. Milk first. Because he's a he's psycho. Just... <laughs> <laughs> he's a sick fuck. He just dumps the box of Cheerios into his mouth and then takes a swig of the milk and then just keeps going back and forth. That's what he does. Blood finishes, uh, he clears off his plate, looks at Galtier, gets up, walks away. Galtier thinks, oh. God, finally I can eat without my stomach turning. Uh, and then Galtier swiftly returns with a pitcher of milk, a box of Cheerios, and is alternating, downing the two by the mouthful. All while maintaining eye contact with Galtier. Wow. What a trooper. And then, and then breakfast is over. <laughs> <laughs> no one else eats anything because we're so disturbed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, we just walk in and see. Everyone leaves the inn. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. Um, I was, so I was we gonna, have to... I was trying to remember what Max said earlier because I was about to be like, Galtier salutes, bows, and says, "That's it. Peace out." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we have to go see Admiral Namri. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think we pass by, um, like Camden's old like haunt like he used to have a he used to have like a block that he ran um and liza's going to basically it's it's actually like slightly out of the way but liza's gonna be like telling everyone oh no this is how it this is the way that we should go or uh let's take a left here let's take a right here and everyone's just following them because there's they don't know what they're where they're going so we have to go see Admiral Numeri, and yeah, I mean, I hate that guy. So you guys are going to be taking over. Literally, he, I'll, he, he I'll, kills. I'll me. handle that. Obviously, thank you. So pretty terrible. Also, uh, nearly as bad as uh, Sir Wes's name with the paws and the fur. Oh God, Ugh. I like the paws. Oh. <laughs> um. Uh, last night counted as a long rest, correct? Definitely. 
Okay. Oh, yeah, good call. Sweet. So, um, yes, I I think you take that over. That's nice. Uh, I don't have to deal with that. Uh, neither does Liza. Neither does Flip, I guess. And we will... What are we talking about with Admiral Namri? Namri's going to uh, hook us up with uh, Desangre so we can uh, get ourselves on that mighty fine airship. But I don't know... I don't know how far we'll be able to get out today because, of course, we have the uh, Charybdis this evening. Charybdis. Oh, right. And you aren't... Uh, I can't swear you'll to, to do the airship thing in lieu of the Charybdis or, like, we're 100%. We're going to the Charybdis then? At this point, doing. um... I may... If I find out that some of the old kids from uh, Camden's crew are in the Charybdis fight, I may need some backup when we take their spot, potentially. Now, hold on a minute. (laughs) That's just a thought that I'm having. Perchance we could talk to the Admiral uh, before Uh, this event and weed out. Maybe... Reflect some of our other connections before we hurl ourselves at yet another That monster. was, like, really first thought. Like, very... That was very much, I, like... I, it was, it was front a great of first mind. draft. It, thank you. Thank you. I'm first, down yes. for edit. <laughs> well, edit number one... Uh, no. I don't fight a fucking Charybdis. <laughs> yeah. Edit number one. No. No. Now, didn't we also have a... a a meeting of some sort at the Charybdis we were going to take. Were we taking Nemory? Or do we have someone else we were going to try to do a little chit-chat with? I thought we were going to take Nemory because we needed to butter that yeah. little fish up. <laughs> yeah, I thought we were taking him. Oh, we're going we're gonna to shadow fry that little man. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to make that man marinate himself, if you know what I mean. <laughs> we're going to drop a couple of drops of that Charybdis on the shadow fry fish. Let's make something happen. Uh, Liza's old Camden stop, stopping ground, Admiral Nemery airship. Yep. A big reason why I made that kind of strong move to say that the kids, like these kids that I didn't know about at the beginning of the episode, like, <laughs> like the reason I, it's like, okay, there are small children who the leader of a gang died and was killed by theoretically a rival gang. That means that those kids are now kids abandoned. Are and vulnerable. Yeah, yeah, so that means that they are more likely to be in trouble or get into other worse gangs and theoretically don't have the protection of a gang and would be easier to catch, therefore would be potentially in this thing where people are fighting for their freedom. So mm-hmm. I'm not just I didn't I'm not just making this up out of nowhere. That was like where my brain went when I was thinking yeah, yeah, that yeah, up. Yeah, rightfully so. so. Yeah. So, you guys make your way out of the smelly clam. I forgot what it was called already. The the inn you're staying at that was recommended by Admiral Memory himself. The and Rocky Mountain Oyster. The Rocky Mountain Oyster, and it's not actually far from from the uh, like council campus that you guys have been to. But Liza takes it upon themselves to sort of lead the way, and. They pull you, you know, a block or two 
in a different direction that feels like you guys are, are close to this council. So like, why are we going this way? And as you're meandering through this particular area, it's like, it's like a smaller market. Uh, when you guys first came in, there was like this massive bazaar. And now you guys are walking through these uh, kind of wide streets that are kind of well-tended and well-kept. Uh, Does Liza, like, like Liza knows where they're going, but do they recognize these places? How long ago were you here? Four or five years ago? Six years ago? Yeah, I think this area is... I'll put it to you this way. This area is familiar to you geographically, but aesthetically, it has changed dramatically. Mm. This is the little nook of the city that Camden himself ran. And when he was in charge of this area, it was desolate, kind of, maybe not the right word, but it was definitely not like a, a busy place. It's not a place that people were hanging out. It's certainly not a place where you would smell fresh fish and fresh squeezed juice. It's not it where you would see a hundred people. Yeah, it's not like, there's like street vendors and there's buskers. There's this like gnome that's singing from atop a barrel as she's strumming a lute. This stuff would not have happened under under no. Camden's watchful eye, I guess. Like, he sort of liked it. Quieter. Quieter and shoddier. Like, it kept people away, and that's what Camden liked. Yeah. And now it's lively and colorful. I think the big thing was oh. just that being able to... When it was quieter, it was easier to know when and where things were happening. Whereas when it's oh, yeah. loud like this, it's hard. Everything all blends together. You can't, you can't, it's harder to pick things out. Like, yeah, there yeah. are more people to swindle. Yeah, there are more people that you can potentially, like, pick things off of. But at least when it comes to the group, it was harder to, it's yeah. harder to, like, coordinate. Yeah. Althea's gonna buy, like, a fancy Danish or something. Like, just a just an overpriced food item as they're walking by and say, "Oh, my Liza, this is a interesting little diversion, but quite a pleasant area of town we got ourselves here." I have to admit, that fucking scone looks so good. God, oh, <laughs> well, here, no, we can get we can get to. We'll take get another another scone, please. Oh my god, I love. Oh. Hey, back back with them. Would you like a scone? Oh yes, darling, please. I just One had for so, as well. I just had so no, much bad eggs. I think. Blep had plenty of breakfast. This scone is so dry. It's so great. Oh my god. <laughs> we scone down. You take um, one bite and it just completely falls apart. That's how you know it's <laughs> it's expensive. Ooh, buttery. I think I think what Liza has is really trying to get at here is as we're walking around, Liza's noticing that everything is is different. Everything is just louder and Liza is going to kind of meander down the street no one really knows like why Liza's walking down through here but Liza's real goal is just to continue to walk until they can come to the corner where Camden's diner was I, I kind of like this visual of like the, the other three are like five or ten paces behind you and like see that 
there's some wheels turning up in Liza's head and it's like, mm. just let them do their thing for a second because there's something, something's happening. Liza's kind of like zoning out, kind of remembering these areas and remembering some of the kids they used to help and teach how to pickpocket when when dummies like Galtier's friends or <laughs> like people who dress the way that Liza does now would walk through this part of town back when Liza was younger. Um, and as they're walking around, they, they see the, the diner and it, it is not the same. They, yeah. Yeah, it's all upscaled. There's like silver and platinum signs that are hanging like over the entryway that has like a beautiful blue glass door. And like there's people going in and out this really nice, uh, like pastries and stuff in the window there's a people working and shuffling back and forth there's people like packed inside of it the doors opening and closing with the bell on top and liza's just gonna go over to the like liza's not necessarily gonna go inside what they're gonna do is is walk up next to the windows where there used to be initials of the like executives of the gang initialed next <laughs> oh. to the seats on the window. So you would know who was supposed to be sitting in that uh, seat from the outside and uh, looks for Camden for, uh, looks for CY for Camden. Like it was carved yeah. into like the windowsill, like at the base of the window. So it may have yeah. been painted over, but that is yeah, those the, in the those indentations are still there. I, I'm sympathizing with Liza right now as they're like feeling this upscaled community that's so much better than it was when Camden was here, when Liza was here, despite the fact that the people you were taking care of, the kids, it's like a big question mark. Yeah. Are this they place okay? Isn't made for them. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not it's, for them it's anymore. It's nicer, but not necessarily better for those who made it uh, interesting to those who moved in. My guess is that this type of infrastructure and like this community doesn't build overnight. So this was a slow growth. So this looks like it probably started from like right around like a little bit after Camden died. So once Camden was yeah. gone, there was kind of like a vacuum and someone just kind of moved in and one after another, they all kind of like slid in here and took it over. Yep. So yeah, Liza's just going to kind of be zoned out looking at these, um, at these initials and, uh, and realizing that they're, their initials uh, would have been uh, two windows down uh, from Camden's if they would have stayed with the group long term. They know that they would have had their initials on a on a on a spot two windows down, but they they don't go down there. They just stay at Camden's, and they're just kind of zoning out uh, and waiting for everyone else to walk around or do whatever and. Just kind of standing there. Liza, Liza, what are, what are you looking at down here? You you want another scone? I can get us another couple of scones. 
No, I still have half of mine. I'm still chewing on the first oh, bite. Oh, all right. Um, have been for the last 18 minutes. Um, I no, I'm just thinking of that old motherfucker. Um, this was his spot. He was the worst, but he took care of a lot of kids, a lot of kids like me, and he was a. Uh, that uh, that Camden a, you mentioned last night. Yep. Camden Young. Some kind of baker feeding the kids or something. I would not call him a baker. But in a way, he did serve. Well, that is mighty cryptic, but... <laughs> I'm sorry your friend's not around. Dalen was right. He probably deserved it. But the kids and some of the folks in our group probably didn't deserve what they came to him. Some of the folks in our group after Camden died probably didn't deserve what happened to them afterward. But, uh, Admiral Namri, uh, he's a couple blocks away. We can head over there. Uh, sorry, this was just well, now, a little detour. Well, no, now that we're here, we can get a bonbon or two for the road. <laughs> I guess. I really, I, I really honestly, from the bottom of my heart, feel like in this instance we as an audience are seeing like our view is like narrowing on Liza's face as they are trying to look unaffected but clearly are being affected by this by this change in the in the neighborhood the place that that they sort of grew up a place that they maybe would say is home it was one of the stable places that liza was able to put down moderate roots for a little bit where people where some of them knew about their changeling status Mm -hmm. as a person um and didn't immediately use them they allowed liza to feel comfortable enough to use their abilities in ways that Liza felt comfortable with and wasn't necessarily we are going to use you because you because of what you can do it's more if you feel like you want to use what you can do that's fine but that's not like the only thing that you bring to us mm-hmm. um, and I think something that you can kind of notice is maybe as as Galtier walks up, you may not have noticed as the day went on, but now you're starting to, now you've noticed that their hair color has, it's shifted from the, the blonde with the, with the kind of platinum white throughout. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's shifted to like a light pale blue, like an icy blue. And their eyes match that. And not necessarily like their features match their mood, but it's more that they are starting to go back to their memories and that's where their hair normally was when they were back around Camden's group. Yeah. 
So it's kind of like as they are remembering these memories, it's manifesting physically. Well, welcome back to Astrovale, Liza. Yeah. And guys, I think we'll see you guys next time on Knuckle Bones. This this yeah. like feeling of, of painful I was nostalgia. Watching, I was just watching like, you. Uh, Oh, I'm so excited to see these little shits get their absolute fuck beat out of them by this fish.